My name is Kaylee, and I'm here with my co-host Michael. Hello. The aim of Paranormal Hotline is to investigate paranormal and cryptid stories, both old and modern. Before we begin this episode, I wanted to give a quick thanks to everybody for listening to the first five episodes. The feedback has been great, and I can't believe we're on episode six already. It just seems like we only just started it yesterday. <laughs> so on today's episode, I wanted to cover the first cryptid creature. Uh, I can't believe we haven't done one yet, but I wanted to start with one of my favourites and one that became extremely popular in the past few years, the Mothman. So, I can't believe we haven't done a cryptid yet. This is insane. I've definitely done some cryptids. So where does the Mothman originate from? On November 12th, 1966, five men were digging a grave near Clendenine, West Virginia, when they saw what they described as a creature swooping low at them that had the outline of a human. I couldn't find any account of who these five men were, and in some tellings of the story, it was only one man. So although this is the first sighting, the first account of the Mothman, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what happened here. So the story kind of varies a bit. Every rendition of it that I've read has been slightly different, like five men, one man, they saw red eyes, they saw an outline, but the most solid one that I can get is that they just saw an outline of a man, a creature swooping low at them that was like a man. I always thought the origin of Mothman was the entire point present, like the place with the bridge. Yeah, it gets to that. That, that this is I this is that before was like this. his first ever thing. No, no, no. This was before any of that happened. So this is the original story. My first thought would be like to check whose grave it was gonna be. Why would that matter? Like, oh look, we're digging He's this grave dead. and now something's attacking us. Maybe it's his ghost. How do we know it's not your man who died? Like, That's true, but people. I don't think ghosts know how to swoop at people. I think they were kind of describing it more as a creature, like a bird, like swooping low at them. Um, so shortly after this encounter, on November 15th, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette, told police they saw a large grey creature whose eyes glowed red when the car's headlights picked it up. They described it as a large flying man with 10-foot wings. Following their car while they were driving in an area outside of town known as the TNT area, the site of the former World War II munitions plant. I just like that their town has a designated TNT area. Yeah, it was it was used in World War Two for you know for TNT. <laughs> it also sounds like the plot of Jeepers Creepers. It does, yeah. It's very very similar. But um, this is where a lot of the theories come that Mothman was like mutated from the TNT area. That it was like just a moth that landed, and it's kind of like the a bad version of the of the oh, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> That's like the original two stories that really, really kicked off the Mothman. This is before the bridge or anything like that. Was the young couple mostly. They're the only ones that have names to it. The gravediggers, nobody knows who they were. They never came forward. It wasn't really a kind of thing around, like, at that time either to make up a story and get famous. Um, so I found an excerpt from the Point Pleasant Register from Wednesday, November 16, 1966. This is the account of Steve and Roger. The two Point Pleasant couples said they encountered a man-sized bird-like creature in TNT area about midnight last night. Sheriff's deputies and city police went to the scene about 2 o'clock this morning but were unable to spot anything. The two young men telling their story this morning were dead serious and asserted they hadn't been drinking. Steve Millett of 3305 Jackson Avenue and Roger Scarberry of 809 30th Street described that thing as being about 6 or 7 feet tall, having a wingspan of about 10 feet and red eyes about 2 inches in diameter and 6 inches apart. 
That's very, very specific. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like a lot of good detail, but yeah. also, why would the newspaper give out people's addresses? I was thinking that too. Who does that? <laughs> you just show up at their door and be like, heard you saw a creature. <laughs> heard you saw a madman. What's going on? <laughs> it was like a man with wings, Millet said. It wasn't like anything you'd see on TV or in a monster movie. The men and their wives were in Scarsbury's car between 11.30pm and midnight when they spotted a creature near the old power plant adjacent to the old National Guard armory buildings. The creature was seen standing on three occasions and was described as being extremely fast. It flew at about 100 miles per hour, but was a clumsy runner. So it was going at 100 miles per hour while it was running, but it was like stammering as it was running away from them. <laughs> it was clumsy. It genuinely sounds like the plot of a Scooby-Doo episode. It sounds like an owl. You ever seen Owl Walk? They, uh, they, they do kind of do like a hop and they're kind of, Yeah, model. they're clumsy looking. I think it's... <laughs> yeah, but they're really, really good uh, flyers. Deputy Millard Halstead said he had seen dust in the vicinity of the cold field, but it could have been caused by a bird, he said. I'm a hard guy to scare, Scarberry said, but last night I was for getting out of there. They did just that, but the thing followed them. They said it was hovering the car, apparently gliding, until they reached the National Guard Armory on Route 62. We went downtown, turned around, and went back, and there it was again. Why would you go back? Yeah, that, that, that threw me for a minute. It's like, <laughs> Why would you go we back there? We went shopping, we turned around. We went away from it, we came back, and it was there. <laughs> Who knew it would be there twice? It seemed to be waiting on us, he said. The light grey creature had scurried through a field. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you can't take a creature seriously and also say it scurried away. <laughs> it scurried through a field. It also had flown across the top of the car. It apparently is afraid of light, Muller reasoned. And maybe it thought it was scaring us off. Why is it- why did- I don't understand why they called it the Mothman. What's light light? Matt's love line, don't they just fly into it until they die, basically? Yeah, like we watched it happen like two days ago, they kept going <laughs> into the campfire. The young men said they saw the creature's eyes, which glowed red only when their lights shined on it, and it seemed to want to get away from the lights. So it doesn't, it's, it's often depicted as having like these eyes that just Bright glow red, red like they, they emit light from them, but, but it's, it's like just a, a reflection. Light. Yeah. They, like anything with that doesn't have a lens at the back of their eye. Yeah. I think like, they probably had a gun in the car. They were Americans in the 60s. Like, why not go after it? I don't know. They said it looked like a man with wings, but the head was not an outstanding characteristic. What? I mean, like... So it was a normal head? Apparently. Both were slightly pale and tired from the lack of sleep during the night following their harrowing experience. They speculated that the thing was living in a vacant power plant, possibly in one of the huge boilers. There are pigeons in all of the other buildings. Mallet said, but not in that one. So what? Like it's just been eating them? You're eating them or scaring them out. If I'd seen it while by myself, I wouldn't have said anything, Scarberry commented. There were four of us who saw it. They said it didn't resemble a bat in any way, but maybe what you would visualize as an angel. So that does that mean it has like arms and wings or is its arms its wings? I don't know, actually. That's a good point. Because when you say angel, like you're thinking yeah, you think, independent arms. Yeah, yeah, and then just wings on the back. Yeah, that makes sense. The last time they saw it was at the gate of the C.C. Lewis farm at Route 62. They heard a sound like wings flapping and they said the birds rose straight up like a helicopter. <laughs> that doesn't make sense, does it? I'm sorry, I'm just imagining it spinning around like, woo, as it flies away. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't have an explanation to it, Matt said. It was an animal, but nothing like I'd ever seen before. Are they going back to look for the creature? Yes, Mullet said. This afternoon and again tomorrow. Today, Scarberry said. But tonight, I don't know. 
he's just scared to go at night. I'd, I'd definitely be up for going back. Yeah, you'd have to. Go back around in those cartoonish-sized nets. They said it's they afraid of light, so why would it be out in the daytime? That's a good point. Why do you think it's called the Mothman if it's afraid of lights? That's something I've never understood. Wouldn't the Owl Man be better or something? like? Owls aren't afraid of light. No, but I mean, well, they're, they're nocturnal. They'd be that more afraid, afraid of light than a moth. They'd be more, more afraid of light than a moth would. Why are you laughing? I'm laughing because you you're saying owls are the opposite of moths. No, no, I'm not saying they're the opposite of moths. I'm just saying it would be more suited to be Owl Man. No, it wouldn't. Why wouldn't it be? Because it's a moth. Why is it a moth? What about him says moth? Big red eyes, wings. Fly. Okay, fuck it. I give up on the argument. After this happened, people started seeing the out. <laughs> After this happened, people started seeing the Mothman all over West Virginia. The Mothman never really caused any harm to anybody, but something awful happened in Point Pleasant. So on December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed under the weight of rush hour traffic, resulting in the deaths of 46 people. Apparently the Mothman had been sighted on the bridge the day of the collapse, and this is where Mothman came into being a prophet. Some people also claimed that they had been warned about the bridge in their dreams before it happened. Like if you had prior warning, why didn't you stop it? 46 people died. Like, you dickhead. The Mothman tried to help here. Imagine like... If you're a Mothman, you've been alive for ages and people just keep thinking that you can tell the future because one day you just sat in a bridge and everyone was like, oh my god, he's a prophet. <laughs> Mothman is the Jesus of our times. Well, after the bridge collapsed, the Mothman was not spotted in the area, or at least not as frequently. Apparently the Mothman had been leased to another bridge collapse too. Just before the Mississippi bridge collapsed, the Mothman was apparently spotted in the area. The bridge collapsed in much the same way as the Silver Bridge. It was during uh, rush hour traffic and the bridge collapsed. And apparently Malcolm had been seen before then as well. But like every time to say he's been seen before the bridge collapsed, was it announced he was seen and then the bridge collapsed or...? I don't think so. I think the bridge collapsed and I was like, oh, I saw Mothman on that bridge. Yeah, but I could say that about anything. Yeah, you could. I mean, that's the point. <laughs> it's not like there's video evidence of him on the bridge. There was also a creature spotted in Germany near a mine. So this is... Uh, a bit weird. I'd never heard this before, so I was kind of curious about this. Now, it's been dubbed the Freiburg Shrieker. Two men were approaching the mine to begin work when they saw what they thought was a tall man, but the creature turned around and they saw red glowing eyes. And it let out a shriek that, according to the men, sounded like 50 men screaming at once. The men ran from the mine and the mine apparently collapsed later that day. Apparently, even though the creature had this saved the men, most of them saw a massive decline in their mental health and were institutionalized afterwards. So he saved a bunch of men from the mine collapse, but apparently they all went insane nearly afterwards. Like he tried his best. It's just very strange. But like rock does make screechy noises. But they just—it's just, it's just they, they, they claimed they'd seen this creature. They'd gone and told people about this creature that they'd seen, and then the mine collapse stayed around. Oh, okay. I thought like it was in it instant thing. No, it was only like later on a day they refused to go back to work because of the creature. That's cool. Isn't it? I th it's, it's described in much the same way as the Mothman. There's some insane German creepy stuff though. Yeah, I, I do think it, I think you're right though. I think it is independent arms from the legs. Because um, it's much the same way that they described this creature. It's just a human with wings, uh, black and then just red eyes. That just shrieked at them. That's spooky. Yeah, that is creepy. It just reminds me of the Banshee, because I just remember I had the fear of the Banshee as a child. You know, you're walking like back from your friend's house late at night, and you're just... Like, I live in the countryside, so you can't see around any of the corners or anything. I was so scared. I'd come, like, turn around a corner, and there'd be a woman just shrieking at me. <laughs> no, you'd love to turn a corner and just have a woman there. No, I wouldn't. 
wouldn't I be so scared? That shit's terrifying. So another Mothman-like creature was also spotted in Fukushima in Japan before the nuclear accident. It was seen sitting on top of the building, and this was actually reported that they saw the creature sitting on top of the building before the meltdown. This is the one like a few years ago, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, only recent one. Um, so apparently this is like something that's been happening. And a lot of people do think that the Mothman is like some kind of angel. I want to talk about how there's people that worship the Mothman, but I keep thinking about the cult that's also in Fallout where they worship the Mothman, and I'm trying to remember what stuff do I know about the cult in the game and what stuff do I know about the actual cult. <laughs> which one's real and which one's not. Yeah. <laughs> but I know there are people who do like watch for him specifically yeah. and then try and tie him like at that Pepe Sylvia thing from Always Sunny. Like oh, there are yeah. people who do that with Mothman. Oh, I didn't know that. That's and they crazy. they like predict shit. Predict what's going to happen just by Mothman. <laughs> And so the Mothman doesn't seem to have done anything bad really in all the time that he's been spotted. Like no one's been harmed by the creature itself. He's just tried to warn people about a faulty bridge. Like as far as cryptids go, he's not really a bad one. There's yeah. so many of them that are just like, you know, rip things to pieces, rip cattle people. Has there ever been any like Mothman attack? No, I can't find any case of a Mothman attack. Like he scared people, like he scared the gravediggers, he scared the people in the car. That's understandable though, like if you've seen that thing you'd shit yourself. The car is a bit hard to believe to be honest, just because it, it followed them and waited for them and stuff like that. And the fact they were like, we went downtown, then came back. So you're saying when they went downtown, they told nobody that they'd just been attacked and were like, well, let's drive the same way Let's home. just go back the same way and then they saw it again. So there's still sightings of the Mothman today. Um, one such sighting took place in August 2017 by Aaron Drain. I was spending the afternoon on a rooftop and I saw something in the sky, fairly high up and fairly far away. It wasn't being buffeted about by the wind. It was moving slowly, but not randomly. So this is probably the most famous image of the Mothman. He looks like he's upside down. I like that he's got like the kangaroo leg. No, he doesn't. He's knees. Yeah, but it looks like his feet are like, or, like they go up to the knee here and then back yeah. like a kangaroo's. One of the only uh, pictures of the Mothman, really. One of them that one of the ones that is only supposed to be like sorry, one of the only ones that I could find that's supposed to be a genuine picture. So what is the Mothman? So the most distinctive features that most people can point out about the Mothman is the glowing red eyes. So which creatures have red eyes in the dark? Owls do. And bears and deers and raccoons. Uh could the Mothman just be a missighting of all these creatures? I mean if I was in Point Pleasant and I saw red glowing eyes in the dark, I'd just assume Mothman. But I've seen the statue, like the pictures of the statues they have in Point Pleasant yeah, for the Mothman. Moth but the descriptions given in all of these, except for like one or two, all make it sound like it's just a very pale person with wings on its back. Yeah, no, it's a dark person. It's grey or black usually described as. I seen pale there a minute ago. It might have been pale eyes. Yeah, I think it was eyes. But um, maybe that's why they call him the Mothman. He looks blind. Moths are blind, aren't they? I don't think moths are blind. Moths are not blind. <laughs> Thank you, Google. Um, no, so they're not blind. Moths are not blind. You're thinking of bats. You're thinking of Batman. You're thinking of Batman. Do you think Batman and Daredevil should have their names switched? The most distinct feature is the red eyes, and I think that's like that can so easily be proven. Anything. anything, yeah. Like if you saw if you saw a figure that looked like a human in the woods, shined your light at it, and had glowing red eyes, it could be a bear. You know. Yeah, if a bear has mange, it's actually, they look completely different. They're fucking terrifying. Yeah, they're really, they're really, really scary when they have mange. They look like hairless cats, but just absolutely gigantic. And ripped. <laughs> well, I went on the rip. They're really saggy, actually. <laughs> no, you see when they stand up and like all the fur falls down, like the weight of their own skin falls down. Oh, so you see the so definition disgusting. in the muscle. 
Another strange possibility that was tossed around online uh, was a pterosaur. So an actual flying dinosaur that might have survived extinction. You're the dinosaur expert. Do you think one of them could have slipped notice and is living in America somewhere? It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It would also but... be like very fucking obvious there's a dinosaur judging by like food and wildlife. Well that's what some people have claimed that it, that they, they saw what it looked like and it looked like a dinosaur. Yeah but they were going off what dinosaurs looked like in movies in the 60s. Yeah, but they weren't like far off. It's just like, we don't know if the, you know, the pterosaur looked more fuzzy. It could have looked like the Mothman's description. There's loads of different types of them though. But there is some that they know had feathers and like... The majority of them had feathers we know now, don't they? Or hair at least. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I was trying to think of. Not fur, but like some kind of fluff. Yeah. A wind-resistant fluff. That would make sense rather than flying around with like skin wings. Look at that one there. Oh yeah, that thing's massive. That thing is one. huge, man. Look at the size of it. I think I could take it. Mothman kind of took on a life of its own. It's got this strange fandom, and it's not like it's not like it's owned by any company or it's linked to a particular yeah, it's movie. Folklore. Yeah, it's like a folklore, but there's so much like festivals. Yeah, fan art. A lot fan, of fan art, art. A lot of fan art. A lot of like short stories that people have written. Oh, oh apparently the Mothman ate somebody's dog. So we know it's carnivorous or omnivorous. It was a German shepherd. What's Germany got to do with the Mothman? It's been coming up a lot. Uh, I don't know, but it was a German shepherd the Mothman ate. Um, he's, never been, he's never been known to harm a human, but apparently he ate someone's dog. So he could be a dinosaur. Like, how did that happen? Uh, somebody's dog was outside and apparently he just got eaten by the Mothman. <laughs> that sounds like someone's dog just ran away. Unless he physically seen it come down and just picked the dog It does sound like it's off. very convenient. Like, if, they, if somebody accidentally murdered their dog or something, or, or, or just murdered their dog because they're an asshole, like... <laughs> The Mothman ate him is a pretty good excuse. <laughs> Not my fault. Mothman did Mothman. It. <laughs> like, you know that would be my excuse if I lived there. Everything would just be Mothman did it. <laughs> Mothman did it. One of the other theories, of course, is that Mothman may be a UFO. Um, I don't know why this is a thing. I couldn't find anything that really backs this up. But everyone just always says aliens when it's the easiest answer. I think we need to stop including that as possible explanations yeah, because has been every single thing has aliens. But I mean, we have to keep it as an option because it could be. Like, like what's to say that it's not like the, the Flatwoods monster or something like that? Yeah, that's fair. But if it was an alien, like, why is it hiding out in the woods? Why is it eating people's dogs? Well, what do aliens do? Hide out in the woods, eat people's dogs. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, so it could be an alien. But Nelly wouldn't be afraid of light. <laughs> they they come from space. That's where the sun is. What if they're from a planet that's like really really dark, so that it like hurts their eyes? I can pitch back. Yeah. Then they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make them dumb. I think this one is perhaps it's my favorite theory, but the most popular theory as well is that the Mothman is a genetic mutation from the abandoned TNT factory. Teenage mutant flying Mothman. No. <laughs> I've seen if a picture. It were a mutation. A, I've seen a picture of the TNT factory. If it were a mutation, what creature do you think was mutated? Do you think it's just... Do you think it was a person? Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking of, like, Jeff... What's his name? Goldblum? Yes. Did you ever see his movie The Fly? Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking that. They were just, like... <laughs> this is something fucky and someone turned into mom, man. Like a man was in the TNT factory exposed to radiation and a moth flew into his face or something and just turned into moth, man. No, it was just a moth close to a bomb and it went so fast it went into a man's brain. That's so strange. But um, yeah, apparently the most 
popular theory is an genetic mutation from the TNT factory because that's where he was originally spotted by the, the two couples yeah, in the factory. It doesn't matter where he was spotted. The other guy said he lived in a power plant. I mean, like, if you want radiation, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I think I like that idea. I think that's a really cool concept. Um, but that's a good story. You know, I don't think it's a good genuine excuse for Mothman. We've seen a lot of videos of people who live in these parts of America and how they feel about hunting cryptids. Like, you know someone would have explored every possible location by now. But if he can fly, then it makes sense they wouldn't have found him. Apparently the most frequent place to find the Mothman nowadays is in Chicago, which is about a five-hour drive from Point Pleasant, so not really that far if you can fly at 100 miles per hour. So that's where he's commonly seen now is in Chicago. So this is um, a video from Mountain Monsters. Don't try to explain to me what this is. I know what this is. This is them trying to attract the Mothman. Put him out, put him out, put him out, put him out. Put him out. I just say it, I just say it, I just say it. Buck just saw two great big glowing eyes. We got them torches put out and had them laying there in a good dirt spot. And what, we got stuff falling out from the trees. We got all kind of movement going around us. So I'm sure that we're not alone in this woods tonight. There it was, what, what was that? Look at that limb moving. Yeah, I see it moving. Where'd it go? Don't look at those eyes. Don't look at those. Don't damn look eyes. at them, Bill. Look down, look down, look down. I've never been in a situation like this before in my life. This is the craziest thing I've ever imagined. Got scorched earth right on the ground here, about 100 yards south of the bridge. Got some weird stuff going on here. Our torches just lit back on fire out of nowhere. They was completely put out, and then they just lit back on fire by themselves. So what do you think of that? I've seen it before, but I like that there's suddenly this whole new mythology where he has superpowers. Like, what's worse than a giant flying mothman? A fire-controlling giant flying mothman <laughs> that can hypnotize you by looking at you. Hypnotize you with the red eyes. Although I've heard stuff about that before, that looking at him is, like, dangerous. So there's that side of it, which is like the extreme side that it's like, yeah, some kind of superhero X-Men kind of creature that can set things on fire and hypnotize you with its eyes. Then there's the other side, which is like maybe a mutated owl, like an owl that's a little bit bigger than a normal owl. Yeah, it goes from like Bigfoot levels of you see something moving in the woods to fucking bad shit insane comic shit books. Insane. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's a mutated creature or some kind of prophetic being or like is it a load of shit? I'd like to hope it's a mix of the first two. I think it's... I don't think it's prophetic at all. Um, although yeah. the German story is very strange. Just considering it's so similar to the Mothman. So, it's actually an episode I want to do. There's a lot of really cool... There's a lot of really cool German underground creatures. Like, it's where goblins and shit came from. Underground? Yeah, subter subterranean. Subterranean. Yes. Like, there's a lot of cool German subterranean stories. Yeah. And, like, they have a lot of really cool cryptids and monsters and stuff. And I actually have, like, a list of ones I want to talk about. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I'd love to do that. That'd be really, really interesting. Uh, German has, Germany has a lot, a lot of interesting stories. But, um, yeah, they have this story that's identical to the Mothman. I do have a few more questions about the Mothman, though. So there's no stories of him attacking things. Except for a German Shepherd. Yeah, well, I mean, like, people. No There's people. no stories of him attacking people. There's one blurry picture of what could actually just be a moth really close up. Yeah. Hey, why are people afraid of Mothman? I don't think anybody is afraid of Mothman. They have a festival, they have a statue. When he's depicted in stories online, he's never, like, a bad guy. And Mothman's just kind of considered, like, a cute cryptid. There's so many teddies or plushies of him and stuff. Yeah, but there's plushies of everything. Yeah, but he's not really 
There's plushies of Hitler. Oh my god. Nittler. <laughs> they forgot about Nittler. Um, you know, he's, he's often depicted as cute or just a prophet. I think it's weird. No, there's definitely people who are afraid of him. Like, there is horror movies about Mothman. Yeah, stuff. there is. It's uh, the Mothman prophecies. It's shit. That just caused, like, a massive boom in Mothman sightings. It did. It absolutely did. That's where the majority of them come from. That's why he's known for the bridge collapse more than any of the other encounters. That's the one everybody knows about. Yeah, because I'd never heard of the grave digging thing. Yeah, that was the very first one. Um, and, the, yeah, again, I, I had heard of it, but I never really knew anything about it. So I tried to research as much as I could, but no one ever came forward with it. The biggest one was the biggest one that really kind of made it big originally was the uh, the two couples that had seen it. Yeah, because I, I like I hadn't looked into it, but I hadn't heard about either of it. Yeah, I like Mothman. He's he's probably one of the cooler ones. Mothman does look cool in appearance, but he's not like anything in the drawings as he's depicted in, in the statements. He's yeah. always very much cooler. <laughs> you see, people kind of take the name and go with it, and just the red eyes. He's got like. The antlers and shit in some of the depictions. He's got fucking I'm just imagining wings. Just like an ugly person with ugly wings. <laughs> like the statue then, except with a massive six pack. Yeah, instead of a massive six pack, he's just got like a dad bod made of pigeon meat. <laughs> yeah, um, I like the Mothman. Not my favorite cryptid, but it's definitely one of the ones that's up there. What's like, the favorite? My favorite cryptid is definitely the Frogman. Oh, yeah. I the hate frogmen. Frog they are my favorite cryptid. An absolute favorite. And maybe I'll cover them in one of the one of the stories, but I want you to do that. I want you to like try and make people like those frogs as much as you do. The frogs are fucking awesome. If they are if I could pick a cryptid to be real, it would be them. They have magic wands. <laughs> no, they have sparklers. They no, have sparklers. No, no, no. They, it was just picked it as a magic wand that shot sparkles out of it. That's the gayest cryptid of all time. No, it's not. What about the sucky dick man? <laughs> Look, I changed my grinder name for a reason. Okay, so we're going to move on to the user-submitted stories now. Um, so this one was submitted to Paranormal Encounters. Uh, it's just called Red Eyes, so I thought I'd keep it within the within the, the realms of the Mothman. <laughs> this is from user Arisk2002. When I was a very young child, I saw something that still irks me to this day. I was just old enough to understand I existed and had memories. That's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. Do you remember how old you were when you first realized you existed? I don't remember what age I was, but I remember just sitting in my car seat, dropping the seats and being like, whoa. What's this all about? <laughs> what the fuck? And it's been downhill since. Pretty much. It was late at night. My mother just tucked me away for bed. Everything was normal for a while. My closet door was just a few inches open and inside my closet it was pitch black when I saw two distinct, bold red eyes appear in the darkness of my closet. I stayed there for about 30 seconds. I remember being horrified, but I couldn't look away. The next few days in elementary school were very, very strange. I heard something whispering my name over and over again at the playground, even though no one was talking to me, or even in my area. It was almost like I was disassociated from the world. Weird shit, I don't know. I don't think they're connected. Didn't have any friends. You had an owl in your closet. <laughs> yeah. Every answer to this is owl. Um, I don't know, see, when you're a kid, you see things and you think that something paranormal and it's not. It could have just been like, I remember I we had a board game in our closet and it used to glow in the dark and it had glowing eyes on the side of the box. So when I would look in my closet, I'd see these eyes coming out. 
you know, and when I was a kid, I didn't really understand that. I just thought there was somebody looking out the closet for me until <laughs> so my mom told me what it was. I had a book like that. It was like a shark or something, but it had like the shiny plastic on the front of it for the shark. Yeah. So at night in the street lamp outside comes in the window on my bookshelf, it would just light up the shape of a creature on the shelf. Oh god. So I always had to turn the book around at night before <laughs> I went to sleep. Yeah. So like things like that can just be kids' imagination. Um I think the fact that you're feeling strange, probably puberty or something. I mean it could be a demon. But I mean I feel, I feel like something else would have happened where a demon I wouldn't have just stopped at feeling weird. Feel like you would have been turned upside down or some shit. Yeah, I feel like if go big or go home. Uh, so that's it for this episode of Paranormal Hotline. Uh, if you've ever had an experience with the Mothman, we'd love to hear your story. So you can email us. It was the Paranormal Hotline Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, and I want pictures. I want pictures of ugly fat Mothman. You want people to draw Dad you? Bob Van. <laughs> Dad Bob Man. <laughs> sure. Uh, we really enjoyed making the Randonaut episode where we actually went out and investigated it ourselves. Uh, is is this something you guys would like to see in the future? Just let us know. Uh, we could also do like episodes on Ouija boards or ghost hunting technology like EMF readers and EVPs. I myself would really, really love to do that to try and debunk these technologies. Yeah, I was like, going to get one, but all of them are shit. Just to bring it somewhere that you know for a fact is not haunted, see what the reaction is like, and then compare it versus somewhere that is supposed to be haunted and see whether there is any genuine difference. I think that would be really interesting to do. Uh, yeah, I have a few ideas for that. I want to bring someone with us and not tell them which is which. Ooh, that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. That is a really <laughs> good idea. Get Riley. <laughs> uh, I want to give a big thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to us that people are enjoying it. Yeah, there's someone in Utah. Yeah, there's a lot of people in Utah who listen to it. Utah's like our, our fan base, man. Uh, uh, and Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> if there's anything you'd like us to cover on the podcast, you can send us an email as well. Uh, if you would like to support the show, you can leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. It really, really means a lot to us and it helps us out. And if you like the podcast, suggest it to any friends or family that would also appreciate it. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.